Welcome back to Hopeful Harvest Acres. This is Abby, and on today's episode, we are going to do a study on Genesis 6. So grab your Bibles, a cup of coffee, and let's jump right in. Hello, ladies. I'm so glad that you're joining me today. As I'm recording this podcast, I am sitting out in the rain, thankfully under a little overhang, and I am looking at the ark, the beautiful ark that the Lord has given us, and it is a beautiful sight to just be present where the rain is coming down, and we, we were looking at a life-size replica of what the Lord did in the time of Noah to spare eight people, those eight people that would go on to repopulate the entire earth as we know it. And there is something about being in the rain and looking at the ark that really puts this into perspective. It is just, it's phenomenal. Now, I'm on a lunch break here at the Answers for Women Conference in Kentucky. We just finished listening to a speaker. His name is Justin Peters. He was born with cerebral palsy, and he has very minimal use of his legs, and there are some um, struggles that he deals with with his arms. And so it was just such a great privilege to hear him speak the word of God, knowing all of the struggles that he has dealt with since the time of his early childhood to now as a grown man. And so here I am in the rain, reflecting on all of his words. And I just really thought this would be the perfect time to jump into Genesis Six. So if you have your Bibles, I encourage you to go ahead and get them out. I'm going to be using the Bible app on my phone so that I can utilize the NASB version. This is the New American Standard Bible. So I'm going to turn there with you. Again, this is the first book of the Bible, the book of Genesis chapter 6, and it reads this. Now it came about when men began to multiply on the face of the land, and daughters were born to them, that the sons of God saw that the daughters of men were beautiful, and they took wives for themselves, whomever they chose. Then the Lord said, My spirit shall not strive with man forever, because he also is flesh. Nevertheless, his days shall be 120 years. Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God came in to the daughters of men, and they bore children to them, those were the mighty men who were of old, men of Reon. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great on the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. The Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. The Lord said, I will blot out man whom I have created from the face of the land, from man to animals to creeping things and to birds of the sky, for I am sorry that I have made them. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. These are the records of the generations of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, blameless in his time. Noah walked with God. Noah became the father of three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now the earth was corrupt in the sight of God, and the earth was filled with violence. God looked on the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted their way 
upon the earth. And God said to Noah, the end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence because of them. And behold, I am about to destroy them with the earth. Make for yourself an ark of gopher wood. You shall make the ark with rooms and shall cover it inside and out with pitch. This is how you shall make it. The length of the ark, 300 cubits, its breadth, 50 cubits, and its height, 30 cubits. You shall make a window for the ark and finish it a cubit from the top and set the door of the ark in the side of it. You shall make it with lower second and third decks. Behold, I, even I, am bringing the flood of water upon the earth to destroy all flesh, in which is the breath of life from under heaven. Everything that is on the earth shall perish, but I... But I will establish my covenant with you, and you shall enter the ark, you and your sons and your wife and your wife's sons with you, and of every living thing of all flesh, you shall bring two of every kind into the ark to keep them alive with you. They shall be male and female of the birds after their kind and of the animals after their kind of every creeping thing of the ground after its kind, two of every kind will come to you to keep them alive. As for you, take for yourself some of all food, which is edible, and gather it to yourself, and it shall be for food for you and for them. Thus Noah did according to all that God had commanded him. He did. Now, this is just remarkable as we look out this ark and we see the perspective the rain is coming down y'all we can't even imagine the amount of rain that would have come down during the time that Noah and his family had finished building this ark and they were getting ready to go inside and the Lord shut the door and the floodwaters would have broke open let's turn now to chapter 6 and we're going to talk about the flood so again in chapter 6 we see that there was so much corruption on the face of the earth that God wanted to end it all but he found favor in the eyes of one man and that man was Noah and so God would command Noah to begin to build this ark and he would spare a small remnant for his name and now he's about to send this flood so that he can destroy the earth with a global flood in verse 1 of Genesis 7 it says then the Lord said to Noah enter the ark you and all your household for you alone have seen to be righteous before me in this time you shall take with you of every clean animal by sevens a male and his female and of the animals that are not clean too, a male and his female also of the birds of the sky by sevens male and female to keep offspring alive on the face of the earth for after seven more days I will send rain on the earth 40 days and 40 nights and I will blot out from the face of the land every living thing that I have made Noah did according to all that the Lord God had commanded him it says that now Noah was 600 years old when the flood of water came upon the earth as I'm standing here I'm seeing some young people they're gathering underneath this little pavilion and the rain is coming down hard it is really coming down I don't know if you can hear this or not but it's it's pouring and I'm grateful for this little pavilion because if I was not under it I would be drenched I my clothes would be wet my hair would be wet I'd be going back inside of this conference and I would be literally so wet I wouldn't be able to probably enjoy these speakers because I would be freezing cold and the thought of 
God sending this flood where the water would have been bursting through the depths of the ground beneath them. The heavens came open and water was coming down upon the earth in such large amounts. I don't think Noah could even totally comprehend what God was about to do, but he had faith and God declared him righteous by that faith that he had. Now, I'm going to go back to the text here and we're going to continue on. This time we're going to go to Genesis 7 verse 17. Sorry, Genesis chapter 7 verse 17. Then the flood came upon the earth for 40 days and the water increased and lifted up the ark so that it rose above the earth. The water prevailed and increased greatly upon the earth and the ark floated on the surface of the water. The water prevailed more and more upon the earth. Here it is so that all of the high mountains everywhere under the heavens were covered. It says the water prevailed 15 cubits higher and the mountains were covered. All the flesh that moved on the earth perished, birds and cattle and beasts and every swarming thing that swarms upon the earth and all mankind of all that was on the earth of the dry land, all in whose nostrils was the breath of the spirit of life died. Thus he blotted out every living thing that was upon the face of the land from man to animals, to creeping things and to birds of the sky. And they were blotted out from the earth and only Noah was left together with those that were with him in the ark. The water prevailed upon the earth 150 days. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it took me 28 years of my life. It took having my eyes enlightened to the gospel, having my eyes open to the fact that there is truly a God and a creator who he made all things that we can see and those that, things that we cannot see. And it took realizing that I am fallen and I am a sinner who falls short of the glory of this creator. Before my eyes were open to the fact that this global flood actually happened. And I believe that the book of Genesis is foundational for us to hold as truth. We must read it. We must meditate on it. If we come to a conclusion that is different from what God says, we must evaluate that truth and change our mind. To repent means to change our mind, to change our mind about who we think we are and that we are not good. We can never be good enough to be right with this holy and righteous God. And so we are to change our mind about the areas of scripture where we don't believe God's word to be true. Now, once I came to this conclusion that there truly was a global flood and God truly did wipe out all things of the earth, man and creatures, I, these kids are singing, this is great, I love it. I changed my perspective and it, it allowed me to see all of God's word from a different light. And it started with changing my mind with how Genesis is viewed. And I hope if I can encourage you ladies in any way, it is to read the book of Genesis from first page to last and truly meditate on what God is telling you and allow it to not fall on dead soil. Friends, let it fall and let it be watered and penetrated by the living God. Turn from your ways and trust in him and he will surely make your paths straight.
ladies, I have enjoyed sharing with you. It is a great privilege to be here at this ark and to really have God's word come to life in such a giant real life way. I can't imagine what this global flood would have looked like and praise the Lord that we will never again see a time where he will destroy the earth with a flood. But we do know that the Lord is coming back and we can trust him and we can um, move forward in our walks by taking God's word and applying it to our everyday lives. May you be faithful in the small things. I pray that you have a blessed week.